from America. You're listening to the Hip Hop Patriots. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Live from America. Today is February 11th, year of our Lord, 2021. I want to thank you all so much for joining. I am your host of the show, the hip-hop patriot, Jeremy Harrell. And um, boy, we got a great show for you today. I'm going to try to... uh, to uh, I'm doing it a little bit of a different way today. I want to try to be able to uh, give you the the uh, appropriate shout-outs. So, uh, Randy Tinch... How you how you doing, man? Alan Smith, good to see you from Charleston, South Carolina. I appreciate you joining in. Uh, who else do we got in here? We have Russ. How are you, Russ? We have Nathan Rodriguez from the Georgia Swamp. He says, "Thanks, Nathan. I appreciate you joining in." Um, I want to give a shout out to Michael Pletcher, and I want to give a shout out to Cindy Page and Richard Milius and his wife. Thank you guys so much for watching the show every day, twice a day. You said you watch it twice a day or you listen to the podcast at least and watch one show, so I appreciate that. Kathy Holt, also from South Carolina. Jessica Sump says, hey, hey, we love watching you from Florida. Well, I love the fact that you watch me from Florida, Jessica. Thank you so much. Anita Brown from the state of Pennsylvania. We're going to talk about Pennsylvania a little bit today. Tanya Mills says, I didn't get an email yesterday. Well, I would suggest that you check your spam. Some people are saying that they're finding the newsletter in their spam, so make sure you check that. I sent I sent one out again this morning, as I will every morning, right around 8 o'clock Eastern Time or somewhere in that area. Uh, we have Pam Moore watching today. Thank you, Pam. I appreciate it. Uh, Kim Romanski from Connecticut, which is my neighbor to the south. I appreciate it. Uh, Steve, Steve from Illinois, how you doing? Nate Nate Lecurgo from New York, Queens. Uh, Angela says, I love the Hip Hop Patriot. Well, I love you too. Thank you so much. Rodney Frank from Phoenix, Arizona. And one more here. Let's say Patty Floyd, she says from, I don't know how she said it, but it's Pennsylvania. She said she gave out a nickname, uh, but it went too fast. We have people watching from Canada. We have people watching from Africa. And we have people watching from Australia. So the show is definitely making its mark on the world. And um, it's all by God's will and God's design, everybody. So thank you very much. I really do appreciate it again. Today is February 11th. And um, I want to uh, just reiterate again, if you have signed up for the newsletter on jeremyherald.com and you're not seeing your email then make sure you check your spam uh, folder because when you send out mass emails like that in a major newsletter a lot of the times depending on what um, you know who you use whether it be uh, gmail or yahoo or hotmail it might go to your spam folder so definitely check that out thank you so much somebody said you look so nice it was that beverly forney says you look so nice well i appreciate that beverly i really do um i try to look good for you guys every day a lot of people that are new to the show say, why does he wear his sunglasses? It makes me so mad. The eyes are the window to the soul. Why does he wear his baseball hat? Well, it's because it's part of the whole, you know, hip-hop patriot style brand. It's always been that way. I've never changed it. So uh, I, I, I don't think it's a good time to change it now. Uh, and if you've never heard my songs, make sure you go to JeremyHarrell.com. You can hear Rebirth of America, Build the Wall, Drain the Swamp, all the good songs, okay? Um, so <clears throat> let's get right to it, ladies and gentlemen. Every day here on Live from America... We start out by giving our honor, our love, our attention, and our worship to the Lord Jesus Christ. Because without God, without Jesus our Savior, we are nothing. 
we're here doing this just because. And I have a hard time believing that we're here doing this just because. So we're going to read um, from 1 John 5.4. And I sent this out this morning in the newsletter. And uh, for those who, who might not be signed up for the newsletter, I want to make sure that everybody Here's this word. Now I get, everybody says, where do you get your verses from every morning? Well, I have a, a number of different ways, uh, a number of different uh, places that I get my verses from and, and, and doing my Bible studies in the morning. Some of them is a, um, a UVerse app. Some of them, uh, you know, Jesus Calling, um, you know, and I'm, I'm, I have a bunch of pastor friends who also send me uh, verses every morning. But um, so this one is 1 John 5, 4, and it says, and this is the confidence that we have in him, that if we ask anything according to his will, he heareth us. Now, I explained this this morning in the newsletter, and I'd like to explain it again uh, on camera. So how, how, you can, uh, there, there's a, you know, how you can have a parable or an analogy to understand this a little bit better. Um, if you're a parent... Uh, then you know that your kids ask for a number of things, right? They ask for new shoes, they ask for new video games, electronics, cars, uh, things that you don't feel that they need. And most of the time when my kids ask me for that stuff, my answer is no, you don't need it. Because they're asking for things that are not uh, aligned with what I want for them as a parent. And I pray to God all the time that what I, you know, the way that I speak with them, the way that I, uh, the time that I spend with them and, and the things that I give to them are, are, are correct. You know, uh, being a parent is a very hard thing. Uh, and you want to give them everything, but you don't want to spoil them. You don't want them to grow up in a, in a certain way. You want them to grow up mature and you want them to, uh, you want the best for them, even though they don't know what the best is for themselves. So nine times out of 10, when they ask for those things, you say, no. Now, if they deserve it, and if they're, uh, a lot of times you like to give them those things when they're least expecting it, right? Because you think that it's time for them to be able to have that. You give them things when you feel they're ready for them to have that. Same kind of thing goes with, with God when we ask him for things. We have to ask him, we have to pray for things that are uh, aligned with his will, uh, accordance with his will. Because there's a lot of times that he won't give you things that you ask for. If you ask for money or a raise or a promotion or, or a new home, he might not give you those things. But if you ask for things that are aligned with his will, he'll give you those things instantly. Again, just like a parent. If a kid comes to you and asks for you uh, to pray with them uh, or to ask for, uh, they ask you for advice, you're more than likely going to give them uh, that prayer. You're going to give them that time. You're going to give them that advice because you know that that is better for them than a video game, that that is better for them than a new pair of $200 Jordans. You know what I mean? So very, very similar uh, to the, you know, we are children of God. We are child, uh, children of God, and as a child of God, we need to make sure that we're asking God for the right things, that we're praying for the right things, okay? So I just really wanted to, um, I really wanted to get that out today. I wanted to get that across because that is what I, I read and watched this morning, and it's really good to be able to pass those on. Uh, some people are coming on late. Caleb says, we are God's children. That's exactly right, and no weapon formed against us will ever prosper. All right, guys, um, so... Uh, I'd like to uh, start with the Lord's Prayer, and then we'll get right into the news, okay? Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, 
and the glory forever. Amen. And I also want to say that I respect all the people who watch that aren't Christians or that have another belief as well, because we're all one body of Christ. And, uh, you know, it's good to, it's good to have, um, you know, different opinions, different beliefs. That's what makes America so great. So I want to welcome all of you as well. And hopefully someday, someday you'll, uh, you'll find Jesus and you'll have that golden ticket like we have. Um, but if not, Hey, no harm, no harm, no foul, right? Okay, so anyway, ladies and gentlemen, let's move on. We're going to talk about, um, the first thing that I want to talk about is some good news. Last night, you guys all know who Senator Mastriano from uh, Pennsylvania is. Um, and we all found out who Senator Mastriano was from Pennsylvania during Rudy Giuliani and uh, Jenna Ellis's tour of all the states, letting them know uh, the power that the state legislature actually has in recalling uh, fraudulent slate of electors um, and actually putting out a proper slate of electors. They all had that power from the very beginning, and most of them didn't even know that. So Rudy Giuliani and Jenna Ellis, you know, they did their tour. They went from Pennsylvania to Michigan to Arizona to Georgia, and they educated the, uh, the, the state legislature on the power that they actually have. So Senator Mastriano became a star during that time, during that process. And he came, it became a star in my, in my eyes because of his views, how he was unafraid to talk about God, how he was unafraid to talk about his courage and his, his, um, uh, his, his love for God. And, uh, Senator Doug Mastriano became a superstar that day. And it's really, really, really funny how God works because since that day, I've been trying to get a hold of Senator Mastriano to have him come on the podcast or the show by phone or by video and, and have some time with him, have an interview with him, because I know all you guys want to hear from him too. You guys probably have great, uh, a lot of number, you know, a number of great questions for Senator Mastriano. And so do I. Um, so I've been trying to get a hold of him for a long time. And this is how funny, this is how great God is, ladies and gentlemen. Last night, I'm sitting down to answer some emails, which, by the way, I'm still about three days behind. So if you've sent me a personal email or you've donated, I will get to you, I promise. It's just, I wish, like I said, I wish I had a, a clone um, or uh, access to uh, making a clone, you know, like the uh, the elite does, or, <laughs> um, or, you know, 48 hours in a day, but I will get to you. Uh, but last night, I got a message on Telegram. And it was from somebody who watches the show twice a day and who works uh, with, who, who's decided to get involved. And she said that this show has been an inspiration for her to get involved in her state and local politics. And uh, Julie says, you should hire some help. Well, when I get enough income to do that, I definitely will. I've been thinking about that myself. Maybe even a producer to run the whole uh, everything once we get all the, the show hooked up and everything. And I can't do it all by myself, but... You know, that comes with, everything comes with a price. Uh, anyway, she reaches out to me last night, said she's working with Senator Mastriano and said that she talked to Senator Mastriano about me, about Life from America, and that um, that uh, he'd be willing to come on to the show. And uh, she, uh, were, she exchanged, I gave her my number and my email. And the funny thing is I'm sitting there talking to my wife and all of a sudden this pops up and I said, look how God works. Isn't it amazing how God works that I wanted to get a hold of Mastriano, Senator Mastriano, just to tell him how much that I appreciated him and invite him on the show. And then, boom, somebody reaches out to me and says, hey, I'd like to have Senator Mastriano on your show. And I think that, ladies and gentlemen, that's just a testament to you guys. That's a testament to how much you guys are sharing. That's a testament to how much you guys are supporting, um, donating. It's, it's helping the growth of the show. And so, um, you know, we're going to have 
a line of, of superstars coming up, including uh, you know Sen- uh, Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene and hopefully now Senator Doug Mastriano. Um, we have a lot of people who watch from Pennsylvania. So I just think it's amazing. I think it's amazing how God works, and uh, I'll be honored. Uh, Senator Mastriano, if you're watching, or if you end up watching this later, I would be honored to have you as a guest here on Live from America, and either by phone or by video, however you would like, because I know that the audience here, the family that we have here, the, the, the Christian, conservative, amazing people that we have here would love to have you on the show and would love to ask you questions and just give you their honor and their, and their uh, you know, praise for being such a great man and in such a difficult spot. Uh, somebody else said that we should have uh, um, Congresswoman Laura, uh, Lauren Boebert on from Co- Colorado. I'd love to have her too. I'm even reaching out to uh, Hoven Pulitzer, you know, the guy who hacked the Dominion uh, software, the Dominion machines live while he was down in Georgia. Um, I'm reaching out to him too. I want really, I want uh, really dedicated people to come on this show, dedicated to the cause, dedicated to that right there behind me dedicated to the rule of law, dedicated to the Constitution. Those are the kind of uh, you know, guests that I would love to have on the show. And uh, I, think they'd, I think they'd have a good time here. How about you? You guys think the same thing? Let me know how you, what you think in the comments. So I just wanted to let you know that. Now, um, speaking of senators, let's talk about another senator from Georgia who's not so great, who's not so amazing who isn't dedicated to the Constitution, who isn't dedicated to the rule of law, and who isn't dedicated to that flag right behind me and what it stands for. And that is newly elected, or excuse me, (laughs) I said that wrong, newly selected senator from Georgia, Raphael Warnock, okay? Um, We all know the past of this man, and we all have pasts. I get it. Uh, The difference is this man has never walked away from his past. This man has never turned from the domestic abuse and the drinking and the illegal activities that he uh, was engaged in. And I'm not here to judge because we've all had rough pasts, including myself. However, when you pretend you're something else, when you're really not, when you're selected by the swamp when you really didn't win, and uh, when you're in a position to be a U.S. senator from a state, uh, then you're going to be called out on those things by me and by many other people. Well, uh, Raphael Warnock is now already under investigation, ladies and gentlemen. That's right. He's under investigation for his role in voter fraud when he worked with Stacey Abrams. Okay. Um, the Georgia State Election Board has voted unanimously. They voted yesterday, uh, yesterday afternoon, unanimously to move forward um, for, with, with an investigation for his role as board chairman, ladies and gentlemen, um, as board chairman um, of the voter registration organization founded by none other than Stacey Abrams. Isn't she a class act, ladies and gentlemen? Isn't she a class act, Stacey Abrams? I have a lot of things that I'd like to say about Stacey Abrams, but I'm going to refrain from saying those today. I'm not going to go down that road today because all I have to say is her name and you guys can fill in the blanks from there. So they worked together, Stacey Abrams and Raphael Warnock, when um, in an organization that she found, founded and he was the, the board chairman. Well, um, during their tenure at this uh, organization that she works for, I sound like Obama, uh, uh, <laughs> or that she founded, I should say, um, they failed to follow Georgia, Georgia Georgia guidelines when it comes to voter registration, 
Okay, and what I mean by that is under Georgia rules and under the the uh, the election rules in Georgia, voting registration organizations like theirs, like Stacey Abrams, um, they have to submit completed voter applications within ten days from when they are received by, uh, from the voter. Okay, so the voter gets their application, they fill it out, they send it back, and within ten days, those are supposed to be, you know. Um, Submitted properly. Well, ladies and gentlemen, they found about 1,500. That's not a big number, but where there's smoke, there's fire, right? And I'm sure if they dig, they'll dig a little deeper and they'll find a lot more. But they found 1,500 uh, voter applicant applications that were not submitted within that 10 days. So now they're under an investigation. And the great thing about an investigation, ladies and gentlemen, what, is it do- what it does is it puts a magnifying glass on you it puts a microscope on you it puts a spotlight on you it puts a target on you and once you have those things on you then people tend to dig deeper they tend to look uh behind the curtain find the man behind the curtain and they find a lot more now we already know how dirty this guy is and we already know how dirty stacy abrams are is now they're not um for i get they work hard i'll tell you that they work a lot harder than some republicans to do what they do uh, but their work is uh, unethical, their work is um, immoral, and their work is illegal. <laughs> illegal. Now, I know the Democrats don't like that word, right? Illegal, because they don't figure anything that they do is illegal. Just everything that you do is illegal. Supporting Trump to them would be illegal. Wearing a MAGA hat to them would be illegal. You know, but voter fraud? Nah, that's not illegal. You know, stealing an election? <laughs> that's not illegal. What are you talking about? Stop being stupid. You're just a racist. And a bigot and a terrorist at that. <laughs> so Warnock is now under investigation um, by the uh, the Georgia uh, election board, state election board. So that's cool, right? Um, not cool, but at least at least somebody's trying to hold somebody accountable for what happened. Because that Georgia swamp, ladies and gentlemen, is deep. That Georgia swamp might be deeper than the Michigan swamp. I don't know. And I love Georgia and I love the people from Georgia. Shout out Lucretia Hughes too. I love the, I love the people from Georgia. I love my time that I spend in Georgia. Um, but that swamp is deep. And every time I go to Georgia, I got to wear, you know, those, those hip high rubber boots so that I can be protected from how deep that swamp really is. Okay. Um, we just need, you know what we need down there. We just need the forensic audit. We just need the forensic audit and we need somebody like Hoven Pulitzer, an outsider, somebody who's not biased, somebody who's there just to look at the numbers and the evidence. That's all we need. That's all we need from every one of these swamp donkey states. It's all we need. Okay. Um, let's move on to some good news, shall we? Uh, great news coming from California. Tom Del Baccaro. I hope I'm not saying his name wrong. Tom Del Beccaro, Beccaro, he is the leader of the the ongoing effort there to recall uh, Governor Gavin Newsom, who also should be jailed because of the illegal activities that he's done, i.e. accepting money and not reporting it, i.e. accepting houses and cars and not reporting it, which he's supposed to do under law, which he never did. And I would guarantee you that if you follow that money, it goes right back to those those tricky, pesky CCP operatives, those Chinese communists themselves, I guarantee you that's where the money goes back to. 
if you were to follow it. However, he announced uh, last night that they have the 1.5 million signatures needed to recall Gavin Newsom and to force a special election. However, even though they're there, well, let's let's just pause right there, ladies and gentlemen. Let's just have a celebration, shall we? Got 1.5 million signatures. They needed them. They needed them by March. They already got them. It's still February. And now what will happen is that there will be about 30 days for those signatures to be verified. So in order to make sure, in order to ensure that they have enough votes, um, Tom Del Beccaro is asking for another 400,000. They said they want 1.9 million. Or better yet, let's just say two. Let's just say two million. They want two million to ensure the qualification, and I agree. I agree because you know that if you just go there with one point five million, you know what they're going to do. You know what these swamp donkeys are going to do. They're going to go. Oh well, this person. All of a sudden, they're going to be really interested in these signatures, right? They weren't interested when it came to the ballots. They weren't interested when it came to the voting ballots. They didn't want signature matching. But I'll guarantee you, they're working overtime. They'll be working over time to make sure that they do signature matching when it comes to this. Isn't that incredible how that works? They didn't have time for it in the general election, which actually put uh, um, somebody in the White House who's the most powerful person in the, in, in, the, in the free world, right? But when it comes to this, I guarantee you, they'll sit down and they will do every kind of signature match known to man because it does not fit their narrative. It does not fit their fraudulent uh, agenda. So in order to make sure that we have enough, ladies and gentlemen, that's what they're going to do. They're going to make sure that they have the two million so that when they come, when they do this fraudulent signature matching, um, that uh, it won't it won't fly. You know what I mean? And just so you know, uh, outside my studio, there's somebody vacuuming and I guarantee you, I guarantee you they're doing that just because they know I'm live and they don't like to hear what I'm saying. Anyway, so that's what you might hear. You might hear that in the background. Um, So if you're in California, you know what to do. If you're in California and you haven't signed up, and you haven't signed up, make sure you sign uh, your your signature and your name uh, to that uh, recall effort because they need as many as they can get. They need as many as they can get. All right, moving on. Twitter says that Trump is banned forever. Even if he runs for president again, he is banned forever. And uh, you have also Senator Murkowski also saying that uh, Trump will never be able to run for president again because nobody would vote for him. So you have Twitter saying that he's banned forever even if he runs for president again. And you have uh, Senator Murkowski now who's coming out and saying that nobody will ever vote for Trump again. That, they don't, that, that he's not popular enough. They'll never vote for him ever again. Isn't that sickening? Isn't that sickening of somebody to do? What a, what a traitor she is. But guess what, Twitter? We don't care. You want to know why? Because Twitter lost $1.6 billion in 2020. $1.6 billion in revenue, which lets you know why they're trying to uh, seek different revenue streams, why they want people to um, uh, have a paid subscription to Twitter, because they're losing so much money. And we don't care about Twitter anyway. Twitter, by the time, by the time President Trump comes back, whether even if it is all the way in 2024, he isn't going to need Twitter anyway. There's going to be a million other things out there for him to get his message out that are more friendly to conservatives. Actually, I wouldn't even say that. More friendly to freedom of speech, ladies and gentlemen. More friendly to freedom of speech. And Murkowski, 
She's a nobody anyway. She's about to be gone anyway. Nobody cares about her anyway. I mean, God cares about her because she is a child of God. Uh, but we, as, uh, as people voting for politicians, we don't care about you. And the people of your state are going uh, uh, to rid their state of you as well. Because you are a traitor as well. Um, and what do you know anyway? What do you, what, what do you know? Nobody would vote for President Trump again. Are you kidding me? Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. If nobody would vote for President Trump again in the, in, in the Republican Party, and he doesn't have a chance uh, to run for president again, let me ask you this. Why are more than a, 120 former Republican officials who are anti-Trumpers in serious talks about forming a third party based on principled um, conservatism? Because that's happening. More than 120 former Republican officials who are anti-Trumpers are, are in serious talks about forming a third party. Why? Because they're anti-Trumpers and they know that Trump owns the Republican Party. And they know that there's no taking it back from him. So they're going to try to do something that's going to be basically try to kill two birds with one stone. And that is form a new Republican Party based on principled conservatism. Right, Because they can't accept the fact that their party has changed. They can't accept the fact that the GOP is no longer popular and nobody cares about the GOP. It's the GNP. It's the President Trumps. It's the Congresswoman uh, Lauren Boebert's. It's the Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene's. The, it's the Congress, Congressman Matt Gates. That's the new Republican Party, and they hate it. They absolutely hate it. They can't stand it. So they're going to try to do two things. One, form a new party because they know they can't take this one back from President Trump because he's way too powerful because power in numbers and we're all going to ride with him. The other thing is they know that that will hurt Donald Trump and that there will be anti-Trumpers who want to deflect from the party and hurt Trump and make it so that he can't win and split the vote. So that's what, their, that's what their game is, ladies and gentlemen. That's what they're going to try to do. It isn't going to work, though, because the same, it's, it's basically the same way that the Democrats never win. As much as, it makes, as, much as you think that uh, they're winning and as much as it looks like they're winning, they're really not. They're really not. They're going to have their time in the sun, but that will go real quick. They're already having um, fellow Democrats turn on them. They're already having uh, fellow, fellow Democrats um, uh, basically break the ranks. Okay, it's not going to, they're not going to last long. Their, their power is not going to last long. And the same thing will happen with these rhino swamp donkeys. They won't even be able to, they won't be able to do anything. They're going to lose, lose, lose. So, and on top of that, the, um, they've already, uh, Kevin McCarthy, as much as sometimes I'm, I shake my head at him, he has already, re, uh, put out a plan to take back the house and, uh, Don Jr. is actually working with him on that plan, and Don Jr. is going to be out on the campaign trail very shortly, and he's going to be campaigning the rest of this year and all of next year. All of this year and the rest, uh, the rest of this year and all of next year in order to, to replace these swamp donkeys. So Murkowski and these other uh, 120 former Republican officials, DOA, baby, DOA. All right, moving on. I got an email this morning. From, his name is Chuck, I hope I don't say your name wrong, buddy, I know you're listening. His name is Chuck Catchpole. He's retired U.S. Navy. Thank you for your service, sir. And it was a wonderful email that you sent me this morning, and I, th I thought it was such a great email that I would share it with all of you, okay? And the email basically said uh, that he had a great idea, and he was hoping that I could get it out to all of, the, all of my audience, and that was to send President Trump 
a card, a postcard, or a letter, anything you'd like, um, for President's Day to honor him and to show him how thankful we are for the job that he did in his first term and basically give him some fuel, give him some fire for, for to get through this phony fake impeachment, which we all know isn't going anywhere, and then to come out of this impeachment strong. So thank you, Chuck, for your service, and thank you for the idea uh, to send President Trump something uh, for President's Day, and we can send it to show our appreciation. We can send it to President Donald J. Trump, Hopefully you have a pen or a pencil. If not, you can go back and watch the video. Send it to President Donald J. Trump, care of Mar-a-Lago, 1100 South Ocean Boulevard, Palm Beach, Florida, 33480. Again, that is President Donald J. Trump, care of Mar-a-Lago, 1100 South Ocean Boulevard, Palm Beach, Florida, 33480. Four eight zero. What an amazing idea, Chuck. And thank you again for your service. I want to just say that that was an incredible email that you sent me this morning. I'm so glad that I caught it amongst the thousands of emails that I get. It seems like God directed me to that email to open that email up. And um, I, I just... I just want to I just want to thank you again for your service and for that idea. And hopefully, ladies and gentlemen, we can send him a letter, send him a postcard, send him something. Just even have your kids draw him a picture. My kids love. Uh, President Donald Trump. And I'm going to have my kids write a letter as well, because I know that he will read these. I know that he, I mean, even, even if there's thousands of them, President Trump is like that. He'll make sure that he gets to them. And um, it'll just show him so much appreciation and so much love. It'll give him so much inspiration uh, to continue to fight for us. And somebody said, what's the address again? I'll tell you one more time. It's President Donald J. Trump, care of Mar-a-Lago, 1100 South Ocean Boulevard, Palm Beach, Florida, 33 four, eight, zero. Okay. So that was a great idea. Thank you so much. Now I want to talk about two more things and then we'll end the show. The first one is Eric Swalwell was caught red handed lying on the, on the, on the, uh, in the impeachment trial, uh, during his blabbering, um, and his lying one after the other and his Hollywood reality TV show performance that he gave, Eric Swalwell was caught red-handed lying by showing a photoshopped tweet from a Trump supporter named Jennifer Lynn Lawrence. Not the same Jennifer Lawrence that's a Hollywood actor that's a never Trumper. This is somebody different. So he showed this tweet and this tweet was from Jennifer Lynn Lawrence. The problem was it was a photoshopped image. How do we know it was a photoshopped image? Because it was a blue checkmark tweet. It was somebody who was verified. Now, Jennifer Lynn Lawrence came out right away and, and, and tagged Swalwell and tagged other uh, members of Congress and said, wait a minute, that's fake. You want to know why? Because I've never even applied to have a verified Twitter account. My Twitter account is not verified. It showed her picture, it showed her name, but she's not verified and has never applied to be verified. And she said, you are showing this as a photoshopped image to make it look more important than it actually is. And it was referring to the um, to going to the Capitol. And it was talking about the cavalry going to the Capitol. And, they, and, and so um, Swalwell and his Swamp Donkey Democrats actually photoshopped it to make it look like she retweeted something of President Trump's and it would go to a bigger audience and it would have more of more, um, uh, you know, more of an effect on the number of people that were the cavalry going to storm the Capitol. That was a lie. Eric Swalwell was caught red handed. And besides the fact that he was sleeping with a Chinese spy, Fang Fang, who was um, 
feeding all of the information from him right to the CCP, and he should be disqualified from holding any office whatsoever. He should definitely now be disqualified as the um, impeachment manager on the Democrat side for showing a photoshopped fake image. But what do you expect from them? What do you expect from them? They're, they're dirtbags. This is what they do. They lie, cheat, and steal. Lie, cheat, and steal. That is their MO, and we caught you red-handed once again. So I'd like to thank uh, Jennifer Lynn Lawrence for doing that. Um, I'm, so, I'm just reading some of your comments here. Didn't he spell cavalry wrong? I think you're right. I think he might have. Uh, yes, he should be charged, Donna Brenning says. I agree. He should definitely be charged. Um, uh, Trinette Mitchell says, thanks for the written address. I No problem. Uh, Polly, or, uh, Polly Crouchley says, what a dirt bag. I agree. Uh, Wanda Wilson says, Mike Lee called out Raskin too over the video. Exactly. I mean, these are, these are, this is taxpayer money being spent. Remember all the videos that President Trump was putting out about Antifa, BLM, and the lying fake news media? And the fake news would be like, who spent the, who did that? What money was spent on that? Who put that video together? Was that taxpayer money? That can't be, you can't do that. How much taxpayer money do you think was spent for Hollywood video that was put out by the Democrats? How much money do you think is spent on these graphic artists um, to to retrieve all these um, um, tweets and these memes and, and put them up and Photoshop them? Wonder whose money is paying for that. I bet it's mine. I bet it's yours. These people are seriously, seriously uh, gone off the reservation. Candace Williams says, hi, Jeremy, how about a shout out? Well, there you go, Candace Williams. There's your shout out. All right, one more thing, ladies and gentlemen, the Pennsylvania House State Government Committee is meeting today. They're having a hearing today at 1.30 p.m. in order to review the election audit process. Now, Pennsylvania is definitely another deep swamp, and we had upwards of 700,000 votes there that should not have been counted. This is like the most primary example of what the what the left did in order to to um, to pull off this election was circumvent the state legislature, make your own laws and your own rules that you did not have the power to do, you did not have the jurisdiction to do, and they counted nearly 700,000 votes that should not have been counted, that should have been thrown right in the trash because they never made it on time. So, at least the Pennsylvania House State Committee, a government committee, is meeting today to review the election audit process, and hopefully something is done. So that'll be 1.30 p.m. today, and hopefully that'll be fixed for the future elections so that this kind of stuff does not happen again, or at least the election audit process is fixed so that it can be done in a prompt and timely manner in order to fix any problems that do happen Again, I know some people said they've sent the the feed to Senator Mastriano, and I appreciate that. Uh, Again, Doug Mastriano, if you are watching, um, we appreciate your service to your country, uh, both in the military and in um, state Senate. We appreciate your love for God and and your your fight for Christianity and conservatism. And uh, if and when you watch this, uh, Doug Mastriano, you would be welcomed here. Um, for a live show, and I would, I would, uh, I'd love to fit you in anytime that your schedule permits. I will make time for you. Okay, um, Eric D says, "Hey, I just got on from Utah here. Well, a lot of things happening in Utah as well. Um, um, don't you, don't you guys have Mom Jeans Mitt, Mitt Romney out there? Uh, I think you guys guess you got a big, uh, big win for the Second Amendment too when it came to concealed carry as well. So, um, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for watching Live from America today. This is live at eleven. We'll be back at live at five p.m. Uh, with more Live from America, and we're going to have a heck of a show for you tonight too because I've already started putting that show together. So, thank you very much for watching. Make sure you go to JeremyHerald.com. Sign up for the newsletter at the bottom of the front page so that we can never lose connection or com- um, communication again if uh, something happens like it did over on. Facebook. 
Facebook. And um, make sure you check me out and subscribe on Twitter, on uh, not Twitter, on Telegram as well at Live from America. Make sure you subscribe here and click the notif- notification bell so that you always get notified. And if you can. Um, if you can, please consider becoming a monthly donor right there on JeremyHarrell.com so we can grow this network bigger, better, and bolder than ever. Thank you guys very much. I appreciate it. Remember, there are right ways, there are wrong ways, okay? But there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall. Put your shoulders back, your chest out, and your head up high because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. Love you guys. God bless you. God bless this country. God bless President Trump. And we'll see you tonight for more live from America at 5 p.m. Eastern Time. Hip Hop Patriot, signing out, ladies and gentlemen.